Okay. All righty. So, um, Bria, it's so nice oh. uh, to be able to talk to you today. Um, Alex Brown and I are here interviewing you for our um, CSF alumni interview. And um, we wanted to just kind of start by um, having you give us a brief intro. Um, we know that you graduated in, or you were a part of CSF in 2013, and yeah. you now have moved out of the United States and are living across the uh, country, or? Across the world, yeah. <laughs> a little, uh, little bit about yourself, but get started here. Okay, perfect. So, hi, Sarah. Hi, Alex. Um, you're right. So I was at IUPUI between 2014 and 2016. Um, I did my master's um, in IUPUI um, in communication studies uh, in the School of Liberal Arts. So I am a humanities girl. Um, I met Andrew um, on campus when he held, um, at the time, Impact. So I'm actually wearing the t-shirt um, that was given to me when I joined Impact at the time. Um, and he held um, a Bible study, which was right across the corner from where my classes were. So I decided to go in and um, I missed having Bible studies and everything. So it was so nice to sort of meet like-minded students um, and Andrew as well. Um, so I am a Christian. I was born um, in India, uh, in Mumbai, um, 28 years ago. <laughs> Um, and um, I moved to Dubai uh, when I was eight. So I've actually moved around a fair amount because of uh, my father's work. Um, I've been in Dubai since uh, 2002. Um, I went to university in India, so I did my bachelor's in India, and then I did my master's in the United States. Um, I worked in the US as well. Um, due to visa restrictions, quote unquote, the president, of um, I had to return to the UAE um, because, you know, it didn't seem fair that, you know, I was living in the States, um, trying to get a visa to work there legally, but unfortunately, you know, the government decided to shut down the visa process, um, so I decided to quit my job um, as a communications professional, moved to Dubai because my family lives here, just decided, you know what, cut my losses, come back home, um, you know, continued my work here. Um, and, and, and my story sort of unfolded from, you know, from there to here and I moved, on, moved around a lot. Um, my mom and dad live here. I have a younger sister in the States, um, so a fair amount of travel back and forth. Um, but, you know, God's led me this far and, you know, he's going to keep me sort of guarded. So, um, so yeah, that's about me. Wow, that's an awesome, that's an awesome story. <laughs> yeah, that really is. What? I don't yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's great. And I guess one of my big questions that I'm sure others are kind of curious about, what brought you to come to the United States? What, you know, especially made you choose IUPUI over every other you know, university in the country that we have here in the United States? Yeah. What, what drawed you to come here for your graduate program? Sure. So um, a lot of my family members are American. They're based in the States. Um, so ever since I was a little kid, I would come to the States on vacation to visit family. So the U.S. has always sort of been a part of my life, uh, even though my passport is Indian. I've got way too many family members in, in the States. Um, so I was so used to coming to the States. And the second reason, so I chose IUPUI because um, the communications program is, I think, top three in the country to do your master's at Indiana University, which is what my sort of my 
certificate says, um, you know, it's really prestigious um, in, in, in the world as far as the, the program is concerned. So uh, my cousin went to IU Bloomington. So I was exposed to IU at the time and she told me it's a really good school. So I decided to come to the city campus because I'm a city girl, I live in Dubai. Um, I wanted to be close to everything and I knew that the program was really good. So um, that was number one sort of choice as compared to other schools around the world as well. Wow. That's awesome. It seemed like God had a plan for you there. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, for sure, from day one. Yeah, that's awesome. So, so you got connected with um, what was Impact at the time. Um, yeah. What would you say at that time, um, well, even now, like, what would you say is the most impactful thing? <laughs> impactful. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> but what would you say is the most impactful lesson that, like, you've kind of taken from that and, like, are still using and mean something to you today? So I can definitely say, and I remember the first time I met Andrew in the first Bible study that I went to, the first session they had, um, I was so happy that I found um, a group of people who, you know, wanted to go about their daily business, but also make time for God and also make time to worship God and just get together and discuss the Bible, even if it was 30 minutes, one hour in a busy day. That's the kind of faith that I've been raised in, you know, being, being raised Protestant, you know, you go to church every Sunday you go with your grandparents. I was kind of raised in, in a way by my grandparents taking me to church. So um, I was so used to that. And living in Dubai, I was so used to Bible studies every week. So when I moved to university in a, in a, in, in, in a sort of foreign country, in a way, um, not knowing anybody at the time in the state of Indiana. So it was nice to find, you know, a like-minded group of people. Um, and that stuck with me, you know, making time in my busy schedule. I was working part-time as well as going to school making time for that one hour Bible study a week, um, attending night of worship. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's called that right now, but night of worship was what it was back then, um, once in two weeks. Um, not only did I make new friends, um, I got closer to Andrew and he became my mentor and my guide and he still sends me text messages and prayer requests and sort of keeps me sort of, you know, guarded. Um, and it really impacted me because it made me realize that I need to make time for the things that truly matter, um, especially when I was going through a very tough time, you know, writing my thesis, you know, ha masters is, is, is not easy, you know, and I struggled with it. Um, but knowing that there were these folks who were praying for me lift, instantly lifted me up. And I recommend students, um, and I can tell you about this later, but I recommend students to find that prayer group or that, you know, group of five or six people who, um, can pray for you, can be there for you, can send you text messages and say, you know what, God is there for you, or we are there for you, and just give us a call and, you know, we'll pray for you. Um, it really does lift you up, and, and, and life just seems easier to handle um, when you have that thing at such an early age when you're in college. Yes, absolutely. Um, I know, like, since then, I know that the graduate, like, there's been many more graduate students that yeah. have gotten involved, which is awesome. Um, Amazing. At the time, I thought it was like literally like five or six people at the time when I joined. So the group was tiny, and I you you guys spoke to um Taylor, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago. Taylor and I we we were the ones who were there at the beginning, you know. So yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's such a beautiful thing to watch sort of people grow from back then. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. I think it's over at least over 100, over 150. That's insane, by the way. Oh my goodness. 
which wow. is awesome to be a part of that community. That's the power of God. Yeah, that's the power of God right there. A amen to that. <laughs> uh, and I guess to kind of go along with that too, um, obviously your day is super busy, even with COVID going on right now, that's yeah. completely put a turn on everyone's that's schedule. Whole, yeah. <laughs> um, Life you know, is so different now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We're doing Zoom interviews to have conversations with people. Um, I feel like one of the biggest things you kind of hit on it was the community side and really finding that close group of either if it's friends or just fellow Christians to be able to pray for each other. For each other. How has that yeah. been, you know, being back in on the other side of the world in a different country? Yeah. You know, does that still look yeah. the same? Do you do you have a group with you now? What yeah. what does that look like? So um, I've been very blessed um, to not just to be brought up in India, where of course, you know, it's a secular country and everybody respects each other and adopts everybody's religions. Um, so growing up in that culture is, is beautiful because um, I get to be a Christian and a very proud Christian at that. Um, when I moved to the UAE at eight years old, um, I was really small to understand what was going on. But what I slowly realized is, you know, what the media tells you about the Middle East or what TV tells you about the Middle East was completely wrong because the UAE is such a liberal country and it's such a beautiful country. Last year, 2019, was called the year of tolerance, you know, where all religions can be practiced. You know, I've never not gone to church. We have... I, and don't quote me on the number, but we have, I think, eight to 10 really big churches here in the city of Dubai, um, Protestant, Orthodox, Catholic, you know, you've got um, the Hindu temple, you've got, um, there's a synagogue coming up next year, um, because the UAE and Israel now have a partnership. Um, so this is, this is a very, very, very tolerant place. So moving here at eight years old, life was the same. I was still going to church every, so here the weekend is Friday, Saturday. You guys have Saturday, Sunday. So we would go to church here on Friday. Um, you know, I would still go to church. I would still attend Sunday school. Um, I would still attend Bible studies. Um, I lived in a residential community at the time. So a lot of young families. So um, all the kids that I grew up with, you know, who are now my age or getting married, these are the kids that I would attend Sunday school with. Um, so I've sort of grown up with that and that's never changed. And I think that's God's blessing that he's always provided me and my family and the rest of the community here with a church to go to, folks to communicate with, folks to pray for. Um, we have around 3,500 or so people in our church. It's a huge church here. Yeah, the Indian, yeah, the Indian community in the UAE is massive. So we have a huge church here. Um, but Having said that, on Mondays, now because of COVID, um, obviously the last time I went to a physical church was in March of this year. Um, all the churches, like basically the city sort of shut down just for COVID regulations, especially the churches, temples, mosques. Um, so we've been having Zoom church since the start of March. So every Friday at 5 p.m. we have church on, you know, on Zoom. All of our priests come in, it's the same liturgy and the songs, and I've been in the choir all my life, so we'd be singing on Zoom. Um, so on Mondays, we've dedicated uh, an hour or hour and a half to praying together, um, a group of seven to eight of us. A few of us have grown up together as well. Um, just meeting as a group, you know, in the middle of a busy week, praying together, asking folks, you know, what are your prayer requests? How can we help you? What have you been studying this week? So we would do these Bible plans. 
um, together or study it during the week and come back on Monday and discuss, you know, how has it impacted your life? Um, so I've never not known community. I've never not known a Christian fellowship. Um, and I think that's the blessing of God to, to, to bring us to this beautiful place, which is so tolerant, you know, so willing to accept um, faith and religion and, and, and not, not dismiss it, um, which, is, which is such a big blessing, which is why my family and I and the rest of us feel so, you know, welcome here. Uh, we can practice our faith on the street, which is absolutely beautiful. Amen to that. That's that's incredible that it's so open and, and tolerant to that because it could be very different, um, which is great. Yeah, that's yeah, that's such a great, great testament. And I hear you talk um, say so much like God's blessings and things like in your life, and like it just seems like Absolutely. something that um, you really truly understand and especially I know we kind Completely. of mentioned like COVID in this time like it's been such a hard oh. for so many people um how have you like do you think because you have that community like that's how you've kept that that like positive outlook like how yeah. um, kind of what advice would you give for people who are struggling right now this time you know in in the last sort of 28 years of my life here on planet earth um not only have I been blessed with a family that believes in God, that, you know, takes you to church every, every Sunday slash Friday, that prays together. We still have family prayer every day at home. Um, you know, even though my sister is away, we would do it on Zoom. So that's number one. That's the number one thing in my life that I'm very happy about because I get to have this close-knit group who cares for each other and knows that God is going to protect you no matter what. And we still pray together, read the Bible together. The second thing is, having a community around the world now obviously global because the world is getting smaller with COVID happening and we see all of these people that we know and love getting COVID or you know cancer is a big sort of issue as well in our family slash loved ones a lot of people are getting cancer and losing their lives um, my dad said something the other day he said I don't know for what reason you know, we are happy and we are healthy while we see so many other people struggling. And I attributed this to the fact that, you know, our faith in God is really strong. And we know that God is going to pick us up from any challenge, even if we are going through a challenge. The faith that we have, the strength that we have is going to get us through the challenge. Um, you know, going through loss, going through uh, I've been made redundant from a job as well. And that was probably one of the worst things that could ever happen to me. You know, having to leave the state because of visa restrictions, um, losing a loved one, going through heartbreak, going through relationships. These are very painful things to go through, but that's minute compared to what everyone else is going through. So I think practicing gratitude and being grateful to God that um, he has kept us going all of this time. It's a testament that we need to, um, share with other people and make sure that other people know that, you know, God is going to protect you no matter what, um, you know, he sent Jesus for us, that, that price was paid. You know, if we're not grateful for that, then what is the point of us actually being here? Um, and, and that's something that, you know, especially this year, we've been practicing on a daily basis is, you know, talking to people to make them understand, can we help you with something? Can we connect you with someone who can pray for you? Can we connect you with a with the, with the Bible plan or with the Bible group um, who, you know, we can study the Bible with. 
because these are the only things that are going to keep us going especially in this difficult time so when it comes to giving advice to folks like me and students um, who are much younger than me um, i'd like to say first find your group find even if it's not a group find a person find a person that can pray for you if it's if that's your family that's incredible if that's your friends that's even more incredible if that's a stranger on the street who prays for you that's even more incredible but having that person to pray for you to pray with and you can you can pray for that person um that's job number 1 done and the second thing is the bible's right here you know there are various ways in which you can pray there are various ways in which you can worship god there are various ways in which you can meditate on the word and connect with god you know um i know jesus said you know go into your room close your eyes and pray to god that don't don't be a hypocrite with loud symbols and loud metal you know it's between you and god um and that's i practice that on a daily it's a very personal thing i practice that on a daily basis that i maintain that faith with god and i know that that's why he's protected me so far um but it's very different difficult thing to sort of tell somebody who doesn't believe in god you know it's it i have these conversations with folks um who you know don't believe in god for some reason know that you know god is there but they they don't have a connection with god it's very difficult to explain to them um but i know that by living a life that is faithful to god and practicing gratitude um that's the best way i can share that that love for god um and they can see that reflected in my life and my family's life as well and and i think that's what's kept us going in the, especially in this year um with covid as well thanks that you just preached so <laughs> i i you know it's it, it's been on my heart it's been on my heart lately because um with especially with covid right it's it's very difficult to explain to people why they're going through what they're going through um and 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 now more than ever i'm trying to listen more than speak but i find it very interesting that a lot of times now you know this this should drive you closer to god in in my opinion and i think it's definitely driven me closer to god it's definitely driven my parents closer to god um just practicing that gratitude that you know we're alive on this earth there's a mission um on earth and that's, that's to live a life that's faithful to god but that's as simple as that so yeah I, i'm sure we couldn't agree more and everyone <laughs> will just appreciate your words of wisdom i can really feel god just like use you in that way not only you. you know in the uae but you know in the united yeah. states too and still having that connection with andrew and still having connections you know back home for you it's and now here over this yeah. where we get to share this with new alumni um you know old alumni everyone's going to be part of it to continue to share the word of god and that's that gratitude piece is i think something really reflective of this year um if, absolutely and it's very difficult it's i it's very difficult for me as well there are times when i've struggled with a lot of mental health issues i and i've been very open about it in the last 6 months i've actually been a big proponent of the program that talking about your mental health is important but one of the things that pushed me to talk about it is the fact that i've prayed to god and i know that i can wake up every morning and be in the best physical health or be in the best mental health because i i know that god's protecting me and that's plain and simple um there is nothing without that um but it it's it's an ongoing struggle for sure yeah well 
Yeah, that's really, um, yeah, that's very powerful to hear as well, because um, I, I too struggle with mental health issues, and I know a lot of people do, and so um, I think a lot of people think just because, um, like, when, if you're positive, like, you can't have mental health issues, or if you're yeah. a and you can't feel yeah. certain ways, or that kind of thing, and it's just so, um, it's That's so a misunderstanding, yeah, there's a, there's a misunderstanding about this in society, especially with folks who are our age as well, and it's very difficult sometimes to explain to them, no, that's not true. This can actually happen to you regardless of your positivity, regardless of the fact that you're rich or you're successful or, you know, things are going well in your life. I'm sorry, but tomorrow morning you're going to wake up and something's going to go wrong. How are you going to deal with it? Um, you know, so talking about your mental health, and this is a whole other topic, but talking about your mental health is one of the things that I feel like Christians need to do more and admit that, you know what, we are struggling. It's not bad to say that you're struggling. You know, we need to talk about it. That's the only way we can help each other and pray for each other as well. Absolutely. Agreed. And that's, again, how you build that community too, is being open and yeah. having that not only one-on-one -on -one relationship with Jesus and God, but with others as well, because I, mm -hmm. he created us for community. Um, Absolutely. That's one thing that we've really learned this year is that gratitude piece and really building that community is so valuable. Um, you know, when we don't have that, we, we start to struggle more. So you um, get lonely, you get lonely and then you find ways to beat the loneliness. And that goes against, you know, you start doing things that um, might not be in line with your faith. And then mm -hmm. you try, it's very hard to find the balance. Um, so I, I have to say, I have to say though, it would have been difficult going through this year had I not been at home. Being at home, having daily family prayer with mom and dad, or having Monday fellowship with my friends, um, it would have been difficult had I not been at home. And I would might have lost my train of thought in a way. Um, but at the same time, you know, God has strengthened me um, day by day um, just to go through different circumstances. So. Um, that's what I'm going to carry through to 2021. Um, no more challenges, please. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I think we're all praying that prayer. Um, yeah. So I'm just curious. So, so you, besides the Bible, what, like, what do you like to read? Like what kind of books do you read or who are your, um, maybe is outside of that? So, um, so my reading sort of falls into two categories. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not going to hate to admit it, but uh, fictional books that take me away from the problems of the world. <laughs> fictional books that can make me, yeah, fictional books that can make me laugh um, and um, be joyful, um, you know, sort of falling in, just falling in love with the character and the, the journey of the character um, is something that I love because you know, it's not happening to me. I might as well read about it. So um, there, there, there are books like that. Um, but there's one that I highly recommend. It's called, um, it's called Factfulness. Factfulness by Hans Rosling. Um, it's, an, it's an orange book. And it, this is a book that I came across. It was lying around at home and I started reading it. It's, um, it's number one is dismissing fake news, basically. And it's saying that, um, there are 10 reasons or there are a few reasons why the world is much better than you think it is. Because um, the way that human civilization sort of evolved and the way that we work today is 
we tend to be very negative about what's going on. Of course, COVID is negative, but um, Conan O'Brien yesterday tweeted, there are 12,000 negative things, but there might've been one positive thing that happened. What is that positive thing? And this book encourages you to start thinking about that positive thing. Mm-hmm. And it is insane. And I, I started reading it at the beach and I was like, wow, I mean, I did not think of this that we tend to always think negative. Um, and this goes back to faith as well. You know, we tend to think so negatively about X problem, Y problem. But at the same time, um, the fact that we're alive today and the fact that we are breathing and the fact that we have community or we have that one person in our life that we're madly in love with, that's the one positive thing we need to start thinking about that. Um, so this is a book I highly recommend. It, it can provoke you, make <laughs> you think. <laughs> Those are good. I'm going to add that to my list now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll bring it to you guys. Um, to you. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> we would gladly share with the rest of our alumni, too. Like, yeah. No, I'm a good book, too. <laughs> <time to read. laughs> I know, I know. It was like this this year. I mean, you know, you have time. You can read, you know. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> well, I guess just one last open question, you know, is there anything from, you know, your experience, you know, being on this earth for, you said 28 years, uh, you know. Yeah, I just, yeah, so I just turned, I, yeah, just turned 27 uh, in July, so close, very, very close to 28. Very close, you're almost there. Well, I guess just any bit of, ex, um, you know, advice that you would want to share to our current alumni, you know, whether they're graduating and entering or trying to find right now, or they've been in the job field, um, you know, is there any last bit of advice that you'd like to share with, you know, our awesome group of alumni here with us at CSF? Absolutely. Um, so two things. One is challenges um, exist. Uh, I've gone through jobs, I've gone through redundancy, and I've gone through fi- putting yourself out there and finding the next position. Um, and making very, very, very big decisions that will strategically change your life. So in admitting that challenges exist is the first step, you know, that you're going to have problems, especially in today's day and time. And the second thing is um, is simply put it to prayer, put it to prayer. I cannot tell you how much of a relief it is for me to close my eyes and literally tell God, I don't have it handled, you know, I, which is attributing back to, the, to my mental health struggle. I, I didn't admit it for a while. And I kept thinking, okay, I'm going to handle it. I'm going to handle it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This year or the last eight months, I haven't handled it well at all. And I need to pray more. And I need to, I need to admit to God that I don't have it handled. Take it from me and do it in your way. So the one thing that I've, in the last eight months, I've been saying if it is your will, let it be done. That's my, that, that's my line. And, and, and I believe that God is doing his will in my life. God a piece of news last week, uh, which proves that uh, God is at work in my life. So um, I would highly recommend, this is what I want to tell the alumni. Pray, pray, pray about it and admit that you're struggling. You know, you will feel better after that. I love that. I think that's, those are great last words to wrap up with. And I know Sarah and I, and I'm sure everyone watching too, has really appreciated your joy. And again, wisdom, (laughs) especially with you you. 
the other side of the world. We know it's late at night, so we appreciate <laughs> some time for us today. <laughs> Thank you both. Thank you both so much. I, 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 I miss Impact. I miss IEP. I know I still call it Impact. Um, I miss, I miss all of you. I miss Andrew. Um, and I look forward to reconnecting in person one day when the world gets better. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Likewise. Well, we will definitely have to meet in person someday as well. Yes. One hundred percent. And if you happen to be on my side of the world, well, I might be on your side of the world much sooner than expected. So stay tuned. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Two B. Two B D. T B D. You Perfect. enjoy the rest of your evening or sleep or what? Sleep. Sleep. <laughs> yes. Sleep. So. <laughs> Thank you both so much. You guys have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy. Pray about everything, and God will have it handled. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. So Thank you both so much. Bye. Good night. Bye. Good night. <laughs>